You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ LP 93.9 FM, Colorado Springs.
Well, thanks for tuning in to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org. 93.9 FM, Colorado Springs. Today we've got a very, very special guest FaceTiming us all the way from New York City. We've got Mr. Ari Honig, who is a um, uh, very successful international jazz drummer. And that first tune you heard was Lines Master off of his Lines of Oppression album that came out a few years ago. Today, we're going to feature his brand new recording that came out this past January. Uh, the album is actually called The Pauper and the Magician. And uh, so, Ari, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It is such an honor to have you on. The- and uh, and we got a lot of lot of music, a lot of information. So I, I'd like to see, um, you know, what got you into playing drums in the first place? Uh, well, uh, first of all, Colin, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's great to be on the Jazz Jam. And um, uh, I do will just clear up uh, real quick that the first song that you heard was actually called Lines of Oppression. Uh, it just happens to be called Lines Master on that file uh, I sent you. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, uh, what what got me into playing drums? Is that 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 was uh, your yeah, question? Yeah, yeah. I know you came from a musical family, and uh, and, and so I'd like to see you know what what got you into playing more um, you know jazz and and drums and all that kind of stuff. I think uh, it, jazz in general came along with the the instrument, the drums. I, I actually started on the violin and. Uh, the piano, uh, both classical. I have a very, I think my background is really very classical, not so much my education, but just the background as far as, uh, you know, the music that I was exposed to as a child. Um, And, uh, you know, getting into the drums was uh, more of a a rebellious move than anything else, really. (laughs) Um, That was the one instrument that my parents didn't really know anything about. And uh, so I felt like I could do my own thing. I could have a certain amount of independence, no pun intended with that one, Um, because that's what they call, you know, drumming for limb independence, stuff like that. But um, uh, so I think that's that's where the the instrument, you know, really uh, came to to be, uh, you know, favorable to me. Um, Jazz and rock and uh, more or less just any music that I was listening to at the time uh, that there were drums on, which there were drums on everything um, that just, just as kind of uh, helped form uh, my, my, uh, you know, my arsenal as Ralph Ralph Peterson would say, but just that's my repertoire and my vocabulary and uh, the music that I liked. Um, Jazz didn't really start being a, a big, um, draw for me until probably 10th grade in high school when I was 16, uh, 15 and 16, I really started getting <clears throat> more into jazz. Although I did start playing jazz when I was 12, 13, uh, I was definitely playing it, but, uh, it just didn't have, it took a, a couple years for, for the, for the music itself to, you know, just to gain my liking. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So then, uh, you know, you were in high school band and whatnot. I was yeah I was in various high school bands and and bands uh, in Philadelphia um that were youth groups uh so I got to you know really play with uh, a lot of the other students that were my age um who were you know serious about music cool and then right after high school that's when you decided to you you pursued um a degree at University of North Texas is that correct um, well, I pursued an education there. <laughs> I don't know how much of a degree I pursued. <laughs> what was that um, like? 
just in general, the school? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people, uh, you hear a lot of people go to UNT, and, and, you know, we actually have someone who went to UNT. So what what did you have, uh, what kind of experience was it like for you there? I loved it. I It, it was uh, it was a really great time for me. Um, uh, I, I thought that the, you know, the students were amazing. Um, they were not only, you know, extremely gifted and knowledgeable, but also very open to sharing their own knowledge and their ideas with me, um, especially as a kind of an incoming freshman. So uh, it was a very different feeling. It was a quite a, uh, a, I guess, a culture shock coming from Philadelphia, uh, the Northeast, um, where, you know, there, there's a, obviously a lot of jazz culture there as well. But I I don't feel like, you know, people in generally uh, in general were so outgoing and friendly. Um, so I love that about it. And I learned a ton from my fellow students, uh, drummers and also non-drummers, uh, and as well as from faculty. Um, the, the basics that they teach at the school, I thought were very, very strong. But I think the strongest thing for me about the school was the community in general. Very neat, man. So, um, you know, I'd like to get a little bit more information, but I'd like to play some with this awesome recording. Um, this is a very interesting recording that you recorded uh, in New York City, right? Uh, yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, you want to talk a little bit about this uh, this recording that we're going to play here? The, the first track was uh, called The Popper and the Musician, or Popper and the Magician. And, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, man. So I, what, what's, the, what's the motivation behind all, all of this record? Well, um, actually, I just urge anybody uh, listening. Yes, definitely the pauper and the magician. I, I also make the same mistake, the musician, because I say <laughs> musician so much. But um, but it is the magician. The pauper and the magician are characters in stories that I tell my children uh, that I make up, and they are two of the character, uh, two of the main characters that are used. They they pop up in many different stories, <clears throat> and um, each song on the on this record has a different story behind it in fact uh you can actually find out well you can you can figure out the stories if you buy the record but uh because the the actually liner notes have uh have the stories on them but uh but there's a a real fun uh video on youtube uh, if you look up pauper and the magician and my name ari honig uh you'll find the uh trailer there's actually a, a actual trailer for this record um where uh, I get to act, and it's really fun. Um, so I think it's uh, it's it would be a fun thing to watch. Maybe you can even watch it on the break, Colin. I think you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right, yeah. well, that sounds awesome. Well, here is the first track of Ari Honig's brand-new record called The Popper and the Musician, here on the Colin Truesdale Jam. Magician, magician. Popper and the ma- Magician, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. 
You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org, 93.9 FM. That was about to get to the really good part with Mr. Ari Honig on the popper and the magician. Uh, So uh, if if you're interested in that recording, we're going to play a lot more of it, but you can definitely go to his website. You can also go to iTunes, and and you can check out that recording. And it is a slamming recording. I I have it myself, and I've listened to it many times, and and we got some more really good music coming up here. So uh, a little bit about the show. Um, You know, we're trying to focus on on featuring uh, national and local um, jazz artists, and we're trying to give them a voice and trying to feature their music because, uh, you know, everybody needs some help in this world that we're living in right now. If you like the show, please go on to Facebook and like the show, and then please follow us, and, and we, always, we have a lot of really cool guests coming up uh, in the springtime, and then uh, you can go on to iTunes and download every single show that we've done as a podcast, and please subscribe and share with all your friends. And, uh, and help spread the word of all these uh, awesome jazz artists that we've got come, coming out here and uh, doing some really cool things in the music industry. So back in the studio, though, we got Mr. Ari Honig. So Ari, you were at UNT, and then uh, you, you decided to, to go to another university. Is that correct? I, uh, I did transfer after my third year, yeah. That's right. Uh, I went to William Patterson College. So what was that like? What was that was like a, a strategic move, right? Um, I I guess you could call it that. I wanted to be closer to New York, um, but I I didn't want to. You know, I wasn't able to pay for any of the schools in New York, uh, and I didn't even really want to. You know, try that. But um, uh, William Patterson was only about a, you know maybe twenty minutes outside the city, so I I really wanted to get get up into that area because I wanted to you know make my way to New York City. So uh, I was actually only enrolled at William Patterson for one semester, but I lived in the town for a year in Patterson, and uh, so that was that was a good time too. But most of that time, I really did spend in in Manhattan. Awesome. So so what was go- this was like? Uh, what year was this? Uh, ninety six. Ninety six to ninety seven. So you know, you kind of made this. I call it kind of like the big jump. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, I, I went to University of Miami and, and a lot of guys would come out of University of Miami and they would either kind of go to different cities or, or pursue some different things or they would take that jump and go to New York City. And uh, and so what was that like for you going and, and, and taking that jump into such a, a big city? Um, well, it was a... Um it was it was a, actually not a super fast transition because I lived in Patterson for a year. Um, I was able to you know to go into New York City every pretty much every single night um, to not you know to listen to music and and in some cases to even do some little gigs, um, go to some jam sessions. So I I, I really did kind of ease my way into it. Uh, I met uh, the people that I met I guess during that year and the next year were you know, um, people that I ended up, you know, still playing with today, uh, people like, uh, Johannes Weidmuller and Jean-Michel Pilk, um, Francois Moutin. So I started doing sessions with them when I was living in Jersey. And, um, and so the transition was actually fairly smooth. Um, being from Philadelphia too, I still had gigs, um, in Philly. So I would go back and forth a lot. I was going uh, to Philly to, you know, living in Jersey and, and, and going to New York too. 
Very cool. So, um, what kind of projects did you get into? I know you've you've done several different things in the last. I don't know. It's been almost twenty years that in New York City, right? Um, but you know, some of the earlier projects are really interesting um, that you have out. And uh, if you could talk a little bit about that, and then also uh, let people know where they could go and check this music out. Sure. Um, yeah, several is definitely an understatement. I, I can't even imagine how many projects I've been involved with. I, w- I wouldn't be able to count, but um, definitely more than 100. Um, I I think the ones probably to talk about would be uh, the ones that I've led. Uh, I started... I started putting out my own records, I, I think, around maybe 99. Um, the first two records that I did were actually solo. They were, they were just me, solo drums. Um, and that in itself was a, 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 an interesting project for me because the first one really wasn't meant to be a record at all. It was just kind of uh, – well, actually, a friend of mine with a recording studio you know, asked me to come um, put some solo tracks in for a compilation he was doing. And that was the thing that, that became, um, that became, uh, the first drum record, which is called time travels. Um, after that, I did another solo one called, uh, the life of a day. And that was a little bit more thought out because I, I didn't know it was going to be uh, a record. And, um, I think it was around 2003 or four where I put out my first band record. Um, that was a quartet. And that's called The Painter. Um, that was the first of, I believe, seven, six or seven um, band records that I have put out. And um, you can listen to all of that stuff on my website. It's just arihonig.com. You can find uh, clips of everything and videos. And uh, YouTube is a good good place to look for me, too. So I'm not too hard to find. Yeah, man, I got to share a story about you. Um, this is probably er, early 2000s, and I was in the Navy band. And, and, and you know, whenever you're in the Navy band, you, you do your gig during the day, and then you go out and just have at it at night. And we were, we went to the 55 bar, and I was like, man, who's this dude, Ari Honig? But I knew that you were playing with Anthony Jackson and Wayne Krantz. And I was like, dude, that's going to be awesome. And I remember seeing you, and you played with such... I had a veracity, I guess it was, it was such emotional, um, percussion performance I've ever, it was the most emotional percussion performance I've ever seen, man. And it was just amazing. And actually this is a personal story. Um, I thought that that was so cool. And I was like, Ari, that's such a cool name that we actually named our first child Ari and, and he's now three years old. And I think I shared that story with you through Facebook and whatnot, but, ah, yes, I I remember that now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. So, so what was it like playing with, I mean, you've played with some serious people like Anthony Jackson. I mean, Anthony Jackson in the bass world is, he's one of the guys that we study, you know what I mean? And like, uh, I mean, Wayne Krantz and Mike Stern, those guys are, I mean, what was it like playing with those people? And you still are doing that kind of stuff as we speak, too. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I've been real lucky to play with some some great musicians and um, and people that have influenced me a lot. Uh, people that I, you know, uh, learned so much from. Um, Wayne Wayne Krantz is definitely one of those people, um, and. Uh, I guess, you know, the, the main thing is that I, 
uh, I just have to remember to be, you know, to be as true to myself as possible and, you know, not, um, not just try to do what I, you know, what I heard a drummer doing that played with them in the past or something like that. So that their influence is definitely there, but, um, but I just have to be me as well, you know, and just, um, just trying to have the confidence to, uh, you know, to, to do that. Um, so, but I think Wayne, you know, Wayne specifically, uh, I, there was a couple years there that I played with him pretty much every week or almost every week at the, the 55 bar. Um, and so his, you know, his whole thing, uh, I wouldn't want to say concept or just his, you know, his vibe of the way that he thinks about music, uh, really did permeate me. And, um, and so it did, uh, it did definitely, uh, change the way that I, you know, that I think and play and, um, you know, for in a, in a, a very good way. Very cool. Very cool. All right, man, well, let's get some more music here. So I, uh, the next tune that, um, that I have on the playlist is, uh, a tune called lyric. Would you like to preface this? Yeah. Lyric is, um, the name of my daughter. So, or one of them. So that's, uh, that's really for her. And the, again, the story is on the liner notes of the record, but, um, uh, that's, that's where this comes from. Awesome. Well, here is lyric off of Ari Honig's brand new record, the popper and the magician here on the Colin Truesdale jazz jam.
You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org, 93.9 FM here in Colorado Springs. And we've got in the stu- well, not in the studio, but FaceTiming us in the studio, we've got Mr. Ari Honig, uh, legendary drummer. He's on, he's on his way. He's on his way to being a legend. Uh, that last tune was uh, Lyric off of his brand new record called The Popper and the Magician, which you can go to iTunes. You can also go to his website, arihonig.com, and uh, check out that. We were Over the break, we were talking about some, some really cool, influential um, performance experiences in Ari Honig's career. And so he was talking about being able to play with Kenny Werner, and he was also talking about Mike Stern. Uh, so, so Ari, just... Can you tell us what 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 those experiences were like, and and if there was any type of uh, you know um, experience that that really honed in on who you are now and how it's developed you as a player, uh, and that that'd be very interesting to hear about. Um, yeah, I mean, in particular, which one in particular you mean? Well, I I'm a huge fan of Mike Stern, so that that I, yeah. I'd like to hear about that kind of thing. We're having some technical difficulties here. You know, it's live radio, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. Well, maybe I'll get him back on the radio here, and we'll play another tune. Actually, we were talking about, uh, over the break, we were talking about playing this entire song called The Other off of The Popper and The Magician. And uh, this is one of my favorite tracks off this brand new record. But this is called The Other off of Ari Honig's brand new record, The Popper and The Magician. Check it out.
Very cool. You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org, 93.9 FM. We are listening to the music of Mr. Ari Honig off of his brand new album, The Popper and the Magician. And uh, and he and we had a little bit of technical difficulties before that tune, but we're back. He's back on FaceTime. We're good to go. Uh, so Ari, you were uh, we were. I asked you about playing with Wayne Krantz or um, playing with Mike Stern. What was playing with Mike Stern like? Well, um, you know what? I, I actually got into a little thing, but but basically, what I would say is, for me, I was I was really more of a. Uh, I, I played more straight ahead at that point, and um, when I started playing with Mike, I, I was already trying to get into some you know, more groove like hip hop and funk and, you know, maybe some fusion. Um, so playing with him was, was a good kind of uh, ed- education just as far as um, because I hadn't really had a lot of experience and also with Wayne too, uh, with, with that kind of music, you know, more closer to, you know, I would say fusion rock. Um, and uh, so, so I, so I definitely took, took a lot out of that. And you were also talking about playing with Kenny Werner. What was that experience like? Um, great. I mean, I still do. And actually, that's probably been going on for oh, probably nearly 20 years already. Um, but, uh, but Kenny was somebody that I, I knew from the college days. And uh, uh, he picked me up um, within a, a couple years after I moved to New York. And um, uh, I've been playing with his trio ever since. Um, and Kenny's just a you know beautiful, very player, very lyrical, and uh, um, you know emotional, and uh, in you know harmonically, and so I learned a ton from Kenny. He's definitely uh, his his approach has definitely gotten into my music too. Very neat, man. It's such a, a cool thing for people to listen to. Uh, you know, a player like yourself that's really doing this and, and doing it in a, at a very high level. And, uh, you know, I'd like to, um, you know, let people know where they can find all your music. Uh, so, so you know, you obviously have a, a website, which is um, arihonig.com. Um, is it all right for people to contact you and, and, and like you on Facebook? Yeah, I have a Facebook page, uh, which is uh, my, my band page or music page uh, that I'm, I'm pretty active on. I'm pretty active on YouTube also, which is... Uh, I think you can do kind of a subscription to that. Um, put out, I, so I put up videos pretty often. Uh, if you're playing live, then you can see my schedule on my website. Uh, I play at Smalls in New York City on Mondays generally if I'm in town. Um, so you can definitely look for me there um, as well as other, other places around New York. But, uh, but also, you know, if you sound my mailing list – uh, which you can get from uh, from my website. You can then you can receive updates about you know hopefully when I'll be coming to your town. Very cool, man. We got to get you out here in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. I've been in, I've been at Dazzle a handful of times, um, and uh, did some did some work at some of the schools too, and uh, mostly Denver and Boulder. I think so far. All right, all right. Well, we can get you down to Colorado Springs and and uh, and hook you up down here, probably. How about that? Yep, sounds awesome. All right, so you also have uh, you're an author as well, right? That's right. Uh, I've written um, let's see three books. One is uh, one is for drummers. It's called Systems. It's really a, a book about coordination. Uh, it's very um, it's very in depth and. Uh, uh, I also have two books that are for uh, mostly for rhythm section, but basically for everybody. Um, 
dealing with rhythm and uh, and metric modulation. Um, all that stuff is on my website under education educational materials. So, uh, and then some, also some videos, some DVDs, uh, videos. I have one that, uh, I think is the one that I recommend the most, uh, for anybody that wants to, you know, start to learn about time and rhythm. And that's, um, called rhythm training. It's on the, my music masterclass website. And I have another one called melodic drumming for, you know, people that are interested in that subject. So, uh, quite a, a few different things at this point. I'm looking at putting out uh, volume two, uh, and three of systems, next year as well cool is there anything else coming up for you uh tours new new recording projects or collaborations with other artists and whatnot um i have a band called nasty factors which is actually a duo with uh, it's it, it's more of electronica uh, thing um it's basically um just me playing with tracks and uh, there's a saxophone too um we're doing a tour in france in august and another one in europe in october and uh, I have a European tour coming up with Kenny Warner, which is, uh, I think, two or three weeks long in April and May. Um, yeah, so, you know, keeping busy. I have a, a week residency, too, in Graz, uh, Graz Austria, uh, towards the end of April. Um, always, always doing, you know, pushing, trying to do new things and, and also, you know, work as well. So uh, I think... Hopefully, you know, if you want me to come to your town, you know, try to hook it up and send me a message. I mean, I would definitely encourage anybody out there to uh, to contact me directly if, uh, if there's a if there's an opportunity to do that. Awesome. Real quick, I'd like to get you to, uh, you know, sometimes I, I ask artists that have established careers, do they have any words of wisdom for wisdom for upcoming players? Uh, do you have anything like that advice for people like that? Well, in a very general way, you know, just uh, listen to a lot of music, um, listen to live music, play a lot, uh, try to create, um, you know, a small, tight-knit uh, tight group of uh, friends that you, you know, you have, uh, you play a lot with um, so that you can grow together. And, uh, you know, stay true to yourself. Try to try to incorporate your own creative ideas into your music and, and give your own creativity the the validity that it deserves. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Very cool. Ari, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be on this show. Um, having you on this show really raises the bar, uh, I think for this show and, and, and hopefully more artists will, will follow. And, uh, and, and we hope that you get, get a lot of publicity out of this. So one, one more time, you can go to Ari Honig's website, www.arihonig.com. You can also like him on Facebook, look him up on YouTube. And then also, ladies and gentlemen, please like this show on Facebook, the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. Uh, you know, we, we always post everything that's going on. We've got shows every Sunday night at 8 p.m. The show re-airs at 4 p.m. all on Mountain Daylight Time on 93.9 FM in Colorado Springs. And it also airs on KCMJ.org. And then you can also download every single episode of the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam on iTunes as a podcast. So this last tune that we're going to feature is off of Ari Honig's brand new record. It's called You Are My Sunshine, and he actually plays the melody on the drum set. So we hope you had a good show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.
You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ LP 93.9 FM Colorado Springs. <laughs> 